again for this first time. Times two. Yeah, times two. Hello and welcome to Podcasts, our wonderful, the best of episode part two. Uh, in the first one, we talked about a ton of great episodes, and this week is no different. Hi, Alex. Hi, people. <laughs> Come just, on, just, say your catchphrase. Hello, people from the other side. Oh, that's the full thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I always edit out the part where you say, from the other side. Yeah, I, You know the Dell song came out, like, how long ago? Like a month? Something like and that. And we've been going on for a year, and I've always been saying hello people from the other side. I was the one making that up. <laughs> she, she, he just edited out everything besides hello. <laughs> yeah, then, hello people. Yeah. I, I'd leave that in, edit out the rest, because it didn't make sense before, but now we know where that came from. I'm like from. a time travel singer. Well, I think it's just that Adele ripped you off. That's the problem. I'm going to get a lawyer. Good idea. Go to phillylawyers.com if you want to win. So, uh, this week we are answering questions and introducing clips. So we'll start with... Just like last time? Yes, exactly. This is the same thing. New clips this time. I thought I'd change it up. Um, put in some different <laughs> clips than last week. Chronicle? Chronological. Chronological order? Yeah, it's still chronological order. It's, it's not uh, that the most recent so. ones, kind of. There's less clips <laughs> this week, but I think they're longer, so I hope you enjoy that aspect of it. And here's a question from Jeffrey Parties. He asks, if you could replace any of your body parts with a high-tech cybernetic, which would you pick? I would choose my... Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why would you change it? <laughs> my ding no I, I just assumed that's what you no, would no, pick. No. I'm gonna ask you why would you change your ding dong <laughs> well as it is it, I don't really use it for much of anything <laughs> so I would like to be able to like tumor long ago. <laughs> <laughs> right yes I got a big penis tumor you would think that would be good because it would make it bigger or whatever but actually it's, it was very painful and it made it hard to pee so I had that removed and now I have <laughs> a little peanut of a Penis. Why would you remove and it with a cybernetic? What no, replace it, it. What does it do? Okay, so mostly I would use it to like hold a tray at a cafeteria or something, so I could just <laughs> have put it right items there, onto it. Be like this, and their friends are like, "What are you holding with my penis?" <laughs> yeah, well, I would say ding dong because I like to use the technical terms for things. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's mostly what I would do. Uh, How about you? If you got a cybernetic I, implant, I would. Your brain, because it doesn't work for jack shit right now. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> that actually hurt. Oh, you're so abusive. No, it didn't really hurt. Um, <laughs> I would use. I would change my hair so it only grow when I want it. <laughs> Wait, that would be like metal hair and just cut it all off and make... That would be such a waste. <laughs> yeah, you know. Why would because... you do like your legs so you could run as fast as a car or something? Th that or you could get like cybernetic wings or something. Oh, that would be awesome. Or, um... Oh, get... I thought you meant replace something. Yeah, we well that's just, what like, I was add meant. add something too? Well, I guess we could say that yes, you I could would just add, add um, another penis. <laughs> <laughs> And what would you do with yours? Hold cafeteria trays? <laughs> two trays at once. <laughs> so like you can already do like it with act one Act like it's one, per, like an invisible person holding it up. <laughs> I would actually add the, uh, 
cyber and the yeah the cybernetic wings. Okay. <laughs> Maybe like a little computer is also. Okay, so that, <laughs> I think that was a pretty good one. <laughs> Let's move on to Jeffrey Party's other question. He asks, "Who is your dream guest?" And I guess we would have to say like actual guest, not you know a guest claiming to be a person like we usually do. Like, who would you actually like to get on the show to... Like a real... Well, they could still be a character, but they would actually be on the show. But, um... Does it count the... It's my dream guest. Is it okay if it would just be me stuttering, saying you're awesome? But who? No, I'm saying... The dream guest would be Tom Cruise, but I would just be like... You're my king. You really like Tom Cruise? Yes, yes. He's, He's your favorite actor? Yes. You like all his movies? Mm-hmm. That's weird. I didn't know that about you. That seems like a weird choice for a kid, to be honest. <laughs> but you Santa love him. Claus. Santa Claus. No, Tom Cruise. <gasps> Batman. Batman. No, Tom Cruise. Batman isn't real. Tom Cruise. <laughs> you were agreeing with Santa Claus. <laughs> True. That's a good point. Uh... <laughs> This is kind of gettable, seeing as we had Hayes on, but I would love to get Sean Clements on, maybe for episode 100 or something like that, 75. Maybe. Or, like, do episode 101 and, like, change its name to his name, like, Podcaster Wonderful Class 101 or something. Why? Because you know how some things are, like, chemistry 101? Right, yeah. So, Podcast 101. Okay, maybe we could do that. Uh, let's see. Joe asks, where does Alex see himself in five years? In five years, you'll be 16 uh, I years old. I don't have uh, future vision. <laughs> I, I can't answer. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, if I got the cybernetic eyes implant, maybe. But you wouldn't get that. You would get the, <laughs> yeah, you would get the dick. <laughs> Now, what if you got a cybernetic dick implant that also could make it so you could fly? It had, like, a, a jet engine on it or something. It'd be, like, the best. Yeah. Like, King Dong makes you fly. You gotta slap it. <laughs> and it pops out a, a rocket pack that, that goes back between your legs and you sit on it. And it's like, away we go. <laughs> Oh no, we dropped our notes in that. <coughs> um, and it's multi purpose. <laughs> so it's Army Knife, Screwdriver, and Rocket Booster. Yes. <laughs> so that's what you'll be doing in five years. <laughs> Assuming they had the technology. Do you think we'll still be doing the podcast in five years? Oh, most likely not. <laughs> All the work I'll have to do from school. True. Okay, so, our first clip this week, uh, this one's coming from episode 43, this was an Alex-only episode, and in this one, you were R.L. Stein, and, uh, we were talking about Super Ego, season 4, episode 5, but, uh, in this clip, we're gonna find out what R.L. stands for. (laughs) So enjoy it. Uh, so what is your real first name? R.L. Do people in your life call... No, they call you Steve. I get it. How did you get the nickname Steve, though? That's what I uh, want to know. I was first starting to write books, and I was thinking, what should I put as my author? Because my name is kind of long. 
even I don't remember it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we were thinking of things to do, and so they said R.L. Stein, or but since Stein is my last name, but it's sound it's hard to pronounce sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we did. We started calling me Steve. It's a very mysterious story you're telling me, because it doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes me wonder, is there something else going on behind the scenes? R and L must be really long then, <laughs> since, yep. since that made your name yeah. too long yeah. to uh, put on book covers. <laughs> uh, so they were saying that's kind of weird to put in really long Stein. Oh! <laughs> So your first name is really, and your middle name is long? Yes. Oh, my God. I thought, <laughs> I thought you knew I was hinting towards that. No, I didn't get that at all. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow, that's a real thinker. Good job. But I, I won't call you really, though. I'll call you Steve, like you prefer. So... So, Steve, you wrote 62 books in the Goosebump series. Which one was your favorite? I would say the My Friends Call Me Monster. It's where the one, it's where this alien species come to Earth, but they have no other species, so they make this, they put these things into eggs to make them so you transform into that species. And the people gave it to the guy so he could transform but not enough for him to transfer completely, so he's like a where, whatever alien. It looked like a uh, dinosaur from the cover. Okay, that's your favorite? Yeah. Cool. I really like the first one, Welcome to Dead House. I, I think that was I the spookiest uh, one. It, I didn't read it. So You didn't read I, it? I, well, I haven't read it lately. Oh, I see. I have been reading them to get ready for this so I can talk about them, but I haven't read that one. Oh, okay. Well, do you have any other ideas that aren't all of the monsters you've had before at once? I'm thinking of a kind of like alien invasion thing. Oh, okay. But they are mean, and they don't want to make peace with Earth. Whoa. What What do the aliens look like? I just have the idea of it. Oh, you nailed anything down? Yeah. Okay. I've gotten to the part where... The aliens are invading, and uh, they're taking the humans into the spacecraft to study them, to learn more about them and ways okay, to so use them. Okay, so the ships came to Earth. And they're studying how to use Earth humans, if they should just annihilate them or use them for their own needs and wants. So the ships have come to Earth, but there hasn't... You haven't actually described the inside of their ships yet or no, anything? not yet. I see. The, the, my... Because they're always kids are the main characters saving or destroying the monsters right. or whatever. And so the kids have only seen them go upwards. Uh-huh. And the one guy survived and talked, telling them for the sake of the story so they would know. Right. So the pe- the kids want to have to go through that. So that's what, basically all I got to. What if I help you out and I come up with some ideas for what the aliens could be? Sure. I'll pitch them to you. Okay. Let's figure out some out right now. Um, let's see. What if the aliens looked like Legos and they were bricks that stacked? Now nah, that's dumb. How about if no. the aliens were a foam sword 
pick. Um, no, what if the aliens were an orange hat, an orange baseball cap? No. Um, what if the aliens were Are you just looking frogs? around? Are you just looking around the room and saying random things that you see? Okay, you caught me. Fine. We do record the podcast in my son's bedroom. That's our big studio. You let the folks behind the scenes. You you're not just a writer of monsters. You're a monster yourself. I'm a bad actor. I'm gonna stop pretending to cry now. I'll come up with a real idea. What if the aliens looked like birdmen? But like like buzzards kind of like scary kind of looking birds. Like they had heads of birds. Yeah, but like heads of birds. Bodies of humans, but they Ish. had well, they had like wings, but at the end of the wings are hands, so they could do tools and stuff. And then they have human legs, kind of, but with feathers. That sounds. Oh, I I would have to use that in the story, but not for these aliens. Yeah. What if they were just? That'd be like. What if they were like snails? <laughs> I was thinking like snaky, scaly. Oh, that kinda. could be good. Or like lizards. Yeah. I think like that's snake. been done a lot though. Yeah. Lizard aliens. They, they had like snake heads. Snake and heads. And kind of humanish bodies, but. Yeah. Scaly. With instead of human legs, they have one tail. Hmm. What about. That had like a fight. What about maybe spiders? Giant spider men? No, that sounds really cool. I think I would do something like that. What if it was like centaurs? But instead of horse bodies, it was spider bodies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That would Kinda be like, freaky. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Spiders, spider tars from Planet But they d- they don't look like humans. They kind of have the same shape like humans, but so they don't look too much like humans. Yeah. They'll be disorientated and stuff. But that way they just have, like, arms for doing tools and stuff like that. Yeah. And the ladies have those big old buzzalkies no. shaking around. No. And then that'll look great on the movies, theaters. No. You're not going to make a movie out of this one? Not if they're like that. <laughs> okay, maybe that's just in all the stories I write. How about I pitch some some new Goosebumps stories to you? Okay. Okay, let's see. <laughs> what if there was this kid and her dad was a scientist and he was doing a lot of experiments in his basement with plants? That's already a book. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, that's already a book. Okay. Huh, I must have read that one before. Um, what if there was a camera that when you took pictures it showed you how someone was gonna die and um, that's already a story oh shoot what about if there was a giant praying mantis that had electric powers that's a story ah shoot okay so I gotta clear my mind and really come up with something new okay we'll have to okay put your hands like this is okay hands like this and go and then go what? To clear your mind. Okay. This is a... I don't know what it's kind of thing. It's an exercise? <laughs> yes. Okay. And go... Greggy is dumb. Greggy is dumb. Do, does it have to be these words? Yes. This is known. 
from tr for Chinese people to do all over the world. Okay, so go. Greggy is dumb. Are you Greggy, sure this isn't yeah. racist? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> all right. It has spread to different cultures, too. too. Okay, okay go. here we go. Greggy is dumb. Greggy is dumb. Greggy is dumb. Okay, I got a great idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that really worked. I'm going to start doing that all the time. Uh, <laughs> what if there were vampires? Okay. Yeah. Kid vampires. Mm-hmm. And a kid moves to a new town and all the kids are vampires. He finds out and the, he meets a nice girl and he falls in love with her. But it turns out, well, not falls in love with her, but he has a crush on her. and it. But it turns out she's a vampire. And he has to... And they try to make him a vampire, and he has to take his family and lead them... Out of the like, town? Yeah, like, and then burn the whole town down, besides the one girl who didn't want to be a vampire. Or maybe he finds the cure to being a vampire. He figures it out, there's a cure, and then he, instead of leaving town, he gives it to all the vampires and makes them good again. But then at the end, because there's always a twist, right? Yeah. There's always twists. Then at the end, it turns out his dog got turned into a vampire and he didn't notice it, notice it until it was too late. Until and he bit him? Bit him and turned him into a vampire and um, it started the whole thing over again. Now that's actually pretty cool. Yay, I did it! Okay, now this is because that has certain side effects. Uh -huh. Okay. Put your hands like this. Okay. Oh, I got, <laughs> do I got to do another story? Is that what we're no. doing? It's because that side effects had to do this against side effect, the side effects. Okay. Okay. Greggy is a good storyteller. Greggy is, is, is a good storyteller. Greggy is a good storyteller. Why are we doing this one though? <laughs> to clear the side effects away. The side effects? The side what effects. Side effects? It, it makes it so the one to clear your mind. Uh huh. When you try to think of things, right. from then onwards, you usually forget them. Now, come with me. <laughs> okay. And you're like, wait, how do we do this? Because you forget? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, hmm, I cleared my mind and now I don't remember how to do anything. So, uh, what? Do this, what do, you do this. Oh, okay. Okay, I say, Greggy is a good storyteller. Greggy is a good storyteller. Greggy is a good storyteller. I made me into a zombie man. Don't pretend. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is I don't know. Go goosebumps on me. That, that so. second one didn't really work that well for me. I think I'll just so stick to the first forgot? one. He still forgot? He still has... Uh, maybe. I'll just stick to the... It might be some people are dumb enough... I mean, you're not saying you're dumb. <laughs> right. It's the dumb I was saying inside the ritual in the first place. Some people are so dumb that the side effects don't work on them. Hmm. Okay. Whatever you say, sir. Uh, let's see. How about Also, if... that, that ritual is now copyright. Because <laughs> it was fake. It was fake? But it worked <laughs> yeah. so well. How could it be fake? <laughs> oh, we got to do it again? Greg is dumb. Greggy is dumb. Greggy is... Oh, I'm getting a great idea now. What if these kids are exploring a factory that got shut down? They're not supposed to be in there. Yeah, yeah. And it says all over, it says, like, danger, keep out. Mm -hmm. Violators will be prosecuted. Mm -hmm. Guard on duty and stuff mm -hmm. like that. 
Yep. So they sneak in to go explore, and as a dare, and it's at night, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're looking all over with their flashlights, and it's very spooky. Yep. And um, so they dare each other to go up on this catwalk uh, over the factory floor, and it, the catwalk goes over some factory equipment, okay? And while they're up there, who should come running up but the guard? And he pushes the kids over the side of the catwalk. Why would he push them? Huh? Because he's evil. Mm-hmm. He's a psycho. And they fall, and they don't die, because he pushed them into this vat of chemical. So the chemical then, when they get out of it, all of their flesh and muscles and skin are gone, and they're just skeletons, but they're still alive. And they want to get the revenge? And they're skeleton kids. And then they try to go home, but their parents are freaking out about these skeleton kids, and they're so scared. And then they get evil and want to do that to everyone Well, else. no. Then they go back, and they want to get revenge on the guard. And, um... They find out a way to turn those holes back? Yeah, maybe they could... The guard tells them about a scientist that used to run the factory. And so they go to the scientist, and he tells them how to get themselves back. By going to chemical again or something? Or maybe he has a second chemical. Yeah. Or maybe he has a chemical. He drops into the first chemical, and all their all their DNA is still in that chemical from the first time. Yeah. That's so then, cool. when they jump back in, they get all their bones and stuff back. Yeah. That's not. G- but then the the twist could be that once they get in there, and that has, happens, like they do more. Like they all get in there together, but then when they come back out, they all have each other's like skin and muscles like, so they look so like each like other so like the sister of... has a guy's muscles well I was thinking they would all be friends and they didn't jump in there but they all look different they look like wrong why would they all jump in there if they're not all skeletons no everybody got pushed in together while they were out hmm okay so they were all out and exploring the this factory kid, the they one, all went up the on one, this catwalk the one together. two kid right the two kids you said well was... I was thinking it was like a group of kids I guess it could just be two. You said, I thought you said there was two kids. Oh, my bad. So? I was thinking like a group of kids. They go up, and they're looking around. They're like trying to look around on that catwalk. The guard comes running up, pushes all the kids into the vat, and then they climb out, and they're all skeletons. And then, and then they get the stuff, and they get all their... Maybe it's too dark. And, and, no, and then when they try to get... Yeah, they don't know what it is. So they and... don't even know that they're skeletons until they wake up in the morning. No. <laughs> they sneak home, climb into beds where their parents can't find them. And then when they wake up in the morning, they all find out that they're skeletons. And then when they don't, and then it's so dark again that they don't notice that they have different bodies until right exactly until, until the next morning. When no, they wake not up. until the next morning. They're knocking on the door, and the parents are like, "Yeah, you're whoever's friend. Where is?" She? No, no, no. They they sneak back into bed again like oh, last time, uh, and then the, their parents wake them up in the morning for school like, or whatever. What are you doing? What are you in doing in our house? <laughs> yes. Where is our daughter? Where is our son? Okay, these stories are all copyright me and R.L. Stein. No stealing. Original characters do not steal. When they're out, you can buy them for two dollars ninety nine cents. I'm just gonna get you the whole thing. I wouldn't mind that. I could use a few two ninety nines. I'm not a rich money bags like you with sixty two book senders. Um, <laughs> how about like your family life and stuff? You got kids and stuff. You got a hot wife? No, shut up. Okay. Um, I am a kid writer. Kid for, writer for kids. You do not talk about that kind of stuff in front of me. Okay, I'm sorry. Jeez. Well, have you ever wanted to do anything besides write books? 
One time I wanted to program computers. Mm-hmm. I was making my first books, but I started getting bored of it. And then I and then I received my first mail from my fans, and I got inspired to write them write the stories again. Oh, okay, that's nice. What kind of computer programming were you doing? Like I was like Excel you, spreadsheets and stuff. I was doing do you know like when you play games, you have mods. Uh-huh. Like, extra <laughs> You're stuff. making video game mods? Basically, I was like uh, 20, and I was didn't know what to do. And then I started doing this. Well, that's I'm good because... I'm much more sophisticated. Sorry for Sophisticated? Yeah, sophisticated. Oh, okay. Well, it's a good thing you switched careers because there is no money in writing video game mods. I was selling them for like... 10 cents each until people knew they were good and then and then you were like $2.99 each $2.99 each mod okay stop talking into the microphone like that you weirdo is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we get to the podcast nope not really okay well then let's clear our minds Greggy is dumb Greggy is dumb dumb. are you just making me say I'm dumb (laughs) no 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 we have to keep doing this. Come on. Greg is dumb. Greg is dumb. Greg is dumb. Greg. It should have been RL ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boy. Yes. <laughs> oh, that took me a second. Just like when you said <laughs> really long was the name, and that took me a second. It took me a second to get that one as well. My last name should have been Dingo. <laughs> you do get it. Good. Yes, I get it. Now. It's funny with all your those kind of jokes that you make that you would take a second to get that. Yeah. Okay, so Chicken asks. Chicken. Yes, this is a person called Chicken on the internet, and he asks, Alex, who are your all-time favorite comedians? Comedian? Yeah. I already can't remember his name. I know who it is because you were him on the podcast before. Who? John Mulaney. Oh, yes, John Mulaney, yeah. Is that your favorite one? You also like Jim Gaffigan Mm because you were him before, but we messed up the recording, remember? (laughs) I ended up putting it out, but it it sounded really bad. So, yeah, I like John Mulaney more. He's your number one favorite? That's a good choice. I like him a lot, too. He's really funny. Uh, I like when he goes on Comedy Bang Bang with Nick Kroll and they do their um, old man characters. He's George St. Geekland, if I remember correctly. I thought correctly. you were George Satan. Yeah, George Satan. We should get George Satan on the show sometime. We should really get Satan on and be like, <laughs> with all the talk about raising the devil with <laughs> X9. <laughs> Ain't strict 9 X9. Andrew Clotworthy asks, If you were a lunch lady, what would your name be and what kind of slop would you serve? Um, slop would be like Velveeta mac and cheese without the the pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Just be Velveeta. Cheese. It would just be melted Velveeta? Yeah. With mold? Yeah. Or would it just be broccoli and then people would think it was mold? No, it's actual mold. No, probably. Oh, okay. And what did you say? What was your name be? Betty. Betty? Yeah. My name would be Edna, and I would serve those (laughs) square pizzas. No cape. Those square pizzas that are, like, really hard. Oh, and the crusts are always 
crisps. Yeah. And they don't taste like real pizza at all. <laughs> no. That's the ones I would serve. <coughs> when I was a kid, <coughs> you didn't necessarily Sorry. have to get the real lunch or whatever. You could just get whatever you wanted out of these different things that they had. Yeah. And so a lot of times I would take my lunch money and just buy french fries. <laughs> and they had a, like a ketchup pump where you could get all the ketchup you wanted. And I would just load this thing up with ketchup and just eat french fries. <laughs> and that was not very healthy, so I should have just eaten a regular lunch. Next clip is from episode 48, and this was the first one where we had you and a guest. <coughs> and it was also a really big episode because we had Hayes Davenport of Hollywood Handbook on. He was uh, Johnny Depp, and you were Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook. <laughs> yes. And that was a <laughs> pretty funny thing to do. We talked about who charted episode 247, where Hayes was on, and uh, it was fun talking to him about his episode of Who Charted, and um, he shared some behind-the-scenes stuff about that. But then in this clip, uh, then in this clip, we're talking about pool safety and uh, how important it is not to splash. <laughs> I still believe in splashing. Okay. Well, don't spoil it for the people, but enjoy it, and you will. Trust me. Or die. Um, and then you're going to be getting married in a couple of days, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that fiance of yours, huh? She's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you're going to be and marrying this woman. Yes. Come on. Be she is nice, happy, um, smart, smart, beautiful. Come on, say all the things you told me earlier when we were when we were on the phone about this. <laughs> oh, um. She has a life put together well. What? I mean, like, a, I mean, like, she isn't grumpy. Oh, isn't okay. All right, sure, that's what you like, meant. Okay. Snippy. No, that, that, no, that's what people say around Hollywood about, because I don't know her personally, but <laughs> <laughs> they say she's really put together well, which I always thought was like a physical thing, like, you know, saying she had a nice body or something. Right. No, I That it just means that she doesn't get grumpy. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, like, she doesn't get mad at things because they don't yeah. go her way. Like I do sometimes. Hmm. Sure. Okay, stop gushing about this woman. I'm sick of hearing. Fine, Greggy. Uh, when you were the one talking about how good your wife was, tell me what you said. Oh, I said uh, she had a, a pair of bazongas. It just won't quit. <laughs> wow, I don't know. Quit what? <laughs> they not quit. Uh -huh. Yeah, what? 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 Yeah, what? What are they doing? <laughs> they are like mostly clapping together. Yeah, that's it. Sounds like okay. she could be in real trouble. To tell you the truth, it is that they are very muscly and they they do clap together. <laughs> Can she command them to clap together? And, and, but, but, they but they but they won't stop. Sleeping. Everyone's trying to sleep. Right, exactly. And then uh I mean it's very convenient when it's time to get out the walnuts and you just want to have a, a nice <laughs> cracked a nice oh, cracked yeah. walnut. But, uh, I know that. I know well, yeah, when it's time to get out the walnuts. I know those those times. <laughs> 
Well, when the family, when the kids are trying to sleep, uh, uh-huh. they don't they don't like it so much then, and, and it's very painful for her. I mean, uh-huh. uh, yeah, and I'll bet. I'll, I'll bet the dog is always, com- you know, just like running up to her, thinking it's being <laughs> summoned. Our dog is a real hound. Um, <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. Okay. I almost thought when you said that they won't quit, that you meant they won't quit growing. Well, that's also true. And that oh, is. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the claps are just getting louder and louder then, I guess. And then it, the sound just expands because the clapping is coming from a bigger area. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's, that's what I meant by louder, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, I guess, another way to put it. Now, Sean, my understanding was that you were supposed to be... This is what just people say around Hollywood. Is that you were supposed to be on this episode as well. Like, it was supposed oh, to be yeah. you and Hayes on Who Charted. Uh, and you know, some people are, are accusing you of sort of leaving Hayes uh, in the like in the cold, you know, sort of abandoning your friend when you guys were supposed to uh, to 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 do this together. Uh, do you have like an excuse for why you did that? Um. Well, I didn't really abandon him. He kind of abandoned me. He he likes those those ice cream shop ice cream cart. Uh, ice cream car, not cart. Ice cream, ice cream Those ice cream cars, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's like it's like an ice songs? cream truck, but it's it's like a, a mid, like a Subaru. Oh, oh, sorry. I cannot. No, I'm no, I'm agree. No, I'm agree with you. I'm 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 familiar with these ice cream cars. So, and he heard one. Really, it was just an ice cream commercial. But he ran off and said, leave without me. I'll find another way. And I guess he didn't. <laughs> he just he wanted the ice cream, too. <laughs> but he was the one that ended up there. Wait, the so... Uh, oh, so I so, mean, so, I, the, the, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. That happened to you. Okay. I That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times when I'm telling a story, I'll accidentally tell it as, you know, another person... <laughs> This is what happened to them, but it actually it meant me the whole time. Yeah. So that's understandable. Can I tell you what I what I what the rumor is that's going around is yeah. you you sleep in a twin bed, but you uh, you found another twin bed uh, out outside someone's house, and you decided you could you could push them together to make a king bed that you could sleep on, but then you got stuck in like the crack between the two beds. And so you couldn't come in to do who charted. That's this is just what people are saying. Do you want to comment on that rumor? Um, I like to comment on that rumor as I do sleep on twin bed, and I did <laughs> want to make a king bed, but I did not get stuck in the middle. You were in there on purpose. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. What, what, what I were you doing in there? It was so comfortable that you just had like, to nap through. Yes, who I, charted. Yes, I had to lay down. I, I went to find another way to come, and I saw this another twin bed. I'm like, another bed? Cool. And just <coughs> tried to put them together. I got in the middle, and I felt, mm, this is really comfy looking. I'm going to sleep on it. Were you not worried? Just someone put a bed outside? I would be worried because it was it, like too dirty or like it had bugs, bugs in it or yeah. something. I yeah. Were, it. Were, oh, you cleaned it? Oh, how yeah. did you clean it? I 
put the sheets in the laundry and and I got one of those big pots. It came with it came with sheets. That yes, you yes, there was sheets. Oh, okay. But the sheets the pots, they were perfect. Was those were the, this, it was it was bed, sheets of was like so home old. of like home insulation. <laughs> <laughs> that pink stuff, I think, you know, we're just what people are saying it aren't sheets like for your bed. They're to like go in the walls of your house. What? What go in the walls of the house? Uh, the, the pink insulation sheets. No, I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you didn't keep that part. Pink insulation sink. I, I said pink insulation sheets. Yes, you said it. Keep up with us, please. No, I said I kept the sheets. They were clean. They were in, still in there. Right, the pink insulation sheets that were on top of the bed that no, you found on the pier. Real sheets. They would still. Oh, use. like bed sheets. Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. You should have said this that. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so, what do you think was the song of the summer this year, Sean? I'd say "Lean On." Lean on. The- oh, oh yeah. That's just sounded like the most, like the thing I would be listening to when I'm splashing in a pool, not cheerleader. Uh-huh. Uh, Whoa, splashing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I mean, that's that's specifically not allowed at the pool. <laughs> Are you going on record as saying that's something you like to do in the pool? Oh, yes. You splash at your friends when you're playing no, in the no, pool that no, isn't that's, like... That's really dangerous. I'm sorry. I feel like I have an obligation to say there's dang- no splash... There's no splashing allowed in the pool. It says right. It says right on the sign. Whenever you're in the pool, there's there's no splashing. It it could it could get in someone's eye. Uh, well, it could get in someone's kinda, mouth. That's kind of what you when you're playing in a pool is all you're gonna do is just swim in one little path and not do anything else. Well, yeah, that's the idea. I mean, they have those lanes set up for a reason. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, pool... Wait, wait. Are you saying you'd go outside the lanes? What do you mean? Sean, come on. The pools where there's just a pool. There's just right. that tile, the tile um, bottom, and there's just a pool. What? And there's no little lines that you swim in. I'm not talking about... Oh, like a hot tub. Yeah, no, <laughs> like a public pool where uh-huh. everyone just swims and plays in. Yeah, I think it, they're, they're supposed to just kind of float up and down in your area. I don't even if there, if there are no lanes, then I think it's probably even too dangerous to be even swimming around. <laughs> what about the YMCA? What about the YMCA? Uh, they specific they say you swimming it's, when they you're have done that, with your no. Why do you think uh, the noodles are for? No, the, you have you not heard the song? The song goes, uh, you know, why I'm like, we will teach you to swim, no splashing allowed, and you always stay in your lane. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's right in the song. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get in a huge fight about the pool <laughs> behavior on this podcast, but I'm, I just think you should you have know, fun kids, in water. Kids, kids, no, kids are going to be listening to this, and so it's fun to be safe. And uh, so, please don't splash your friends in the pool. And it's it's fun to have fun. It's funner to have fun than it is to fun be have fun. <laughs> well, the best safe. way to have fun is to follow the rules and stay in your no. area. Yeah, and I and I disagree with your claim that it's funner to have fun than it is to have fun. 
No, it's funner to have fun than it is. It's funner to have fun than it is funny. I mean, fun. <laughs> it's funner to have fun than to have fun while being safe. Well, I'd prefer to have fun while being safe than be dead from getting a bunch of water in my mouth. Thank you very much. I think as long as you don't put a chlorophyll in the water. <laughs> I mean, not chlorophyll. That's a plant stuff. Um, chlorine, was it? The stuff they keep in the pool. Uh, keep you just dig this hole deeper and deeper, Sean. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I, w- I wonder if they're going to cancel Hollywood Handbook because of, your, because of your controversial views. I mean, that would be too bad, but I don't even know if I could listen to the show anymore. Now I know that Sean endorses splashing in the pool. Do you think it's fine to splash in your own pool at home? Like if you have a, make a pool in your own backyard? If you have a pool that's specifically for splashing and so yes. it has to have... Yes, so it has the to little... Have- do you know walls around it <laughs> so none of the water gets out and hits anybody i mean if you're wearing a scuba suit sure that's fine <laughs> yeah you can splash no. under the water in a scuba suit the idea is that's even more dangerous than splash somebody no, no because you, you you can read them yeah, and if you, if you if you take a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. Well, what i'm saying is the, there's this section they, they put this line of floating foam stuff on a string and they tie them on each end so it'll be this section is for splashing this section is for floating up and down in your (laughs) designated area Hmm. Uh, that sounds like a lot of trouble it seems like it'd be easier just for everybody to follow the rules (laughs) i think there'd be no reason to have pools and if you can't have fun having fun (sighs) Okay, yeah. Sean, that's well, enough of that. We disagree on that. Anyway, the, I, I think the song of the summer is YMCA. I was so tell that to my friends. <laughs> what? The summer I think no. Oh, great. You're going to get expelled. <laughs> I most likely am. <laughs> so that was probably the most downloaded and listened to episode of uh, Podcast for Wonderful Ever. Because and it was Hayes. really great. Yeah, it was Hayes. And, but it was also one of the best episodes, and as you can tell by listening to that clip. I have noticed something as we do podcasts, have we, as we've been doing podcasts, and as later on, usually, if I was right now without the podcast, I wouldn't be so loopy. <laughs> <But laughs> during the podcast, I keep getting... Loopy and crazy. Yeah, things keep get, seeming funnier and funnier. <laughs> or sometimes I just keep feeling like I'm not as funny. Hmm. But you're in a loopy mood tonight. Yes. Well, that's good I'm because... Loopy, I'm loopy, I'm loopy. Oh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> okay, here. Go ahead. And sing the I'm loopy song. I'm loopy, I'm loopy, I'm loopy, loopy. No. Oh, okay, loopy. fine. It's getting cut now. <laughs> Andrew asks Alex. Oh, this is British Andrew, by the way. British Andrew asks Alex. Alex would you like tea? Here, I'll do it on a British accent for you. <laughs> Andrew asks. Alex, what is your favorite British thing? What? The tea and the queen. Um. Uh. Okay, that was like really. 
like, I don't know what it's called. Authentic. <laughs> no, it was really rude towards British. You are really rude to British. I'm, just I'm doing sorry, my best. Andrew. That's... I'm sorry, British Andrew. Okay, well, what is my your favorite, favorite British, British thing? Death one, Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Doctor what? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered to do it right away without saying the okay first. Because I knew it was coming. What is your, who's your favorite doctor? Missy. Huh? Missy. M Missy Elliott? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh. Missy. There's a person named Missy on Doctor Who? Mm -hmm. Are the people that watch She's Doctor Who? Oh, so the people that watch it are cracking up that you said Missy? Who's your favorite doctor? How's like Cora? Huh? They'll crack up at that. Oh, okay. And I like the Daleks. <laughs> no. Did I say it right? No. Oh, damn it. Um, my favorite British thing is... And Tea and crumpets. Is British Andrew. I love him. I would love to hug British Andrew and give him a ripe snog on his old... Forehead. Um, smackers. I think that's what they say in England. <laughs> um, okay, so here, let's see his second question. Grandy, what is the worst part of having a co-host? Wait, who's the co-host? Um, the worst part about having a co-host is when he says I'm rude to British people. And I just want to spank his little tushy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no, I guess. I like big <laughs> Okay. Yeah, really um, you, the, the button question is your own butt that we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> so you're saying you have a big butt? <laughs> yeah, it's not a little tushy. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I like, that's for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the worst thing about having a co-host is um, needing to, him to do the podcast when he doesn't want to. <laughs> I That'd didn't watch you part. today, but I'm glad I did. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I just went on a tail and it was just ding on at the end. What? I did. I was thinking of the wings, how it kind of like the devil. <laughs> that tail. Yeah, like instead of like the feathers at yeah, the end. Yeah, it's like ding And they're spewing piss all over the people. I'm flying. I'm here to um, send you to heaven. Oh, God. Ah, oh, it burns. Okay. <laughs> it's a little wild. <laughs> but instead of... No, I mean, like, the wings remind me of the devil, so if I had a tail, everything <laughs> done it. Oh, come on. That's enough You caught me talk. into that thing. Um, Danny, Danny asks, can I drive a car? Um... Here's some cake. Don't ever think about that again. Some what? Cake. Here's some cake. Don't ever think about that again. Yes. Cars are illegal. Uh, so far as I know, cars aren't illegal. Cars are illegal. Vroom, vroom, I'm in my car. And so far as I know, Danny, you are old enough to drive a car. So yeah, knock yourself out. Are you nuts. three? No, he is three a Three is the age that you need, okay? He three. is a teen, but I think he's like 19, something like that. So I think so, he can yeah, drive. You're definitely able to. Okay. If you're over three, then you're able to. Duh, what was his name? Danny. Danny. Our next clip is from episode 49. Andrew Clotworthy was on as Randy Newman, and we were talking about Improv for Humans episode 203. 
and this was a great episode. Uh, in this clip, we're going to be talking about one of Randy Newman's most famous songs, so enjoy that. Here we go. And uh, you didn't win an Oscar for Short People? No, no. I, 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 wish, I wish I had done a movie about that to be in contention for that because I sure would like to get my anti-short people agenda down on celluloid. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Like what is your beef with short people? What's the deal? Well, they're always there. They're down on the ground and they look up to you and it's, it's, they, you know, they have that insecurity as, and so they talk to you as if, Oh, you're taller than me, but I'm better than you. I just, I don't like them. They're full of themselves. Okay, and that that song is not ironic or joking at all. That's your literal no, my uh, opinion. My record label made me say that. Oh, you know, I'm a satirical artist. You know, uh, it was all it was all just a joke, and it's actually a commentary on bigotry. But no, when I wrote it down, I was actually I was I was going out, I was getting a big old piece of pizza, and I ran into an actor who I later learned was Peter Dinklage. And he was just, he was very, very pompous talking to me. He's like, oh, excuse me, sir. You almost walked into me. And I'm like, well, why don't you watch where you're going? And so I was full of them feelings. So I sat down at the piano and I put my feelings into music as I like to do. And then like uh, that song, I Love L.A., it's just about how much you love L.A., right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love I love all the if you listen to the lyrics, I talk about the things that are really important to me, like the bums on every street corner begging all of the rich people walking by for money. I really love that. So would you say like most of your songs are about the people you don't like? Uh, yeah, that's probably true. You know, you write about what you love and what I love is hating people. So you do a lot of music for movies, but have you ever thought of maybe just making your own movies? Well, besides the short people story. Right, right. Exactly. Besides that. Um, well, you know, I actually I've been thinking about making a biopic about my own life, you know, because I, I grew up in New Orleans. And then my mother, she transplanted me to L.A. when I was just a little baby boy. But I have such fond memories of growing up in New Orleans and riding the lily pad along a bog and sucking sap from the huckleberry tree and <laughs> fighting a crocodile. And, uh, you know, I would always get made fun of because I was always playing my little songs and plonking away on the piano. You know, because growing up, I, you know, I was, I was a little bit of a geek. By that, I mean I, I would bite the heads off of chickens to entertain my friends. <laughs> I've got a good idea. What about if uh, maybe we could collaborate on this? We could write a story, a, a movie about like uh, maybe how the actors behind the characters of the Munchkins and Wizard of Oz were <laughs> pretty horrible people behind the scenes. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't done the research yet, but uh, it can be assumed. Right, exactly. So <laughs> maybe we could figure something out to work to your strengths. Well, you know that urban legend where how in that scene where Dorothy is meeting the Tin Man for the first time and in the background, you could see you could see a, a munchkin hanging from the rafters because he got cut out of the movie or something like that. Yeah, I've heard that urban legend, but I think they figured out that was just a uh, cardboard cutout of Leonard Nimoy. Oh, well, suddenly I don't like that movie as much. <laughs> but hey, come on, look at the bright side. I bet a bunch of those munchkins hung themselves. 
Just not on the movie. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm writing music for the new Toy Story. I'm oh, very, yeah. very excited. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. Toy Story 4. It's going to be a romantic comedy, a love story between Woody and Bo Peep. And first off, that that idea alone, hook, line, and sinker with the little kids, because who doesn't want to see a romantic comedy between two toys? Um, but it's actually, it's got a really good hook to it. You know, it's got a lot of heart, a lot of feeling. Because it's about uh, Woody and Bo Peep's problems consummating. <laughs> because Woody, he got he got that big, hard, plastic head. Uh-huh. But everything below it is just soft fabric. Oh, wow, that's a great point. I had never thought of that before and, like, the ramifications of that. But that's a good point. I, so how do they get around this? Or do I have to watch the movie to find out? Well, you gotta watch the movie to find out, but I, I will say that there is a very, very touching scene where Bo Peep is is, is rubbing Woody's back and saying, it's okay, it's okay, it happens to everyone. <laughs> and then Woody says, not Andy's mom's toys. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Woody, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Yeah, that must be really tough. It's PG-13, yeah. (laughs) At least, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of living in his own personal hell, sort of like mine. His name is Woody, but he he cannot bring the promise of that name to a woman. And I don't know if his doll is anatomically correct anyway. It seems unlikely, knowing dolls. Yeah, you got the big stringy arms and legs, and his torso is the same width as his head. Yeah, that Randy Newman really hates short people. I don't know what his problem is, but he just shortest. hates them. Hmm? Oh, you hate short people no. too? I'm calling him a shortest. Oh, I like understand. Like I call you a hater for British people. Oh, yeah. I'm a Britist. It's not like you're going to say British, and that would be even worse. I'm a British? That would be worse? Yes, because it's like you're saying you're British. And you're I'm a British! It's like you sound like... You're bad, ma- bad, it's making you sound like you're British, but you're bad-mouthing British. Oh, well, I do, because I hate British people. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Andrew. I love you, Andrew. Uh, you Jack? Hug. Yes, I do want to hug. Hug me. Um. Hug me, I love you. I'm your father. <laughs> Alex, I am your father. This is how we hug. So we smack you <laughs> Yeah, this is how we hug. No, you're hugging too hard. Okay. That's my face. Don't hug my face. Don't hug my face. Oh, you're hugging yourself. Stop. Don't make the people think I'm hugging you. Okay, let's see. Jack. Don't hug my butt. Oh, come on. That's enough of that. Jack. <laughs> so dumb. What? Don't hug my butt. <laughs> Let me see how many more questions I have left. One, two. Jesus. Okay, I think we gotta cut it down to two questions per clip for now. Okay, what? Jack asks, Alex, what podcast do you want to be on? What podcast do you want to be a guest on the most? Um, 
I actually, I don't remember most of the podcasts I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but. What is your favorite one that we've covered so far? Um, I liked Comedy Bang Bang. No, actually, I like Night Vale more, but it wouldn't be really a guest show. So Maybe you could play a character on Night Vale. True. I could do, like, the office management or whatever the thing was. Studio oh, yeah. management. Yeah. So Night Vale would be the one you would most yes. want to be on, or Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, Comedy Bang Bang would be really good. Um, I would love to get on Serial just so so many people would hear my voice. Serial killer. Uh, I'd probably have to. Yeah, I would probably have to kill somebody to get on. But once I did, cha-ching, money in the bank for me. <laughs> what is Serial though? Um, it's a pretty popular podcast where they talk about a. Uh, murder cases, or this season they're talking about a different thing. Uh, uh, I don't want to get into <laughs> what cereal is, uh, but yeah, it's different. Um, yeah, I would, if I ever get out to California, it would be amazing to get on Hollywood Handbook sometime. I love True. that show. Comedy Bang Bang. Um, I would love to be on. We actually won your favorite. F- pick your favorite. I would love to be on. Podcasts are wonderful with oh, you. Oh, come on! I love you. You do that every day. <laughs> You're my number one favorite. Um, or good or bad podcasts. I would love to get on that again. Pick your favorite. Let's see. Stop. Wait, I picked you. Never mind. Okay, I'm almost out of questions, so we gotta get to the question. <laughs> Let's see. And the next one is from episode 51. Uh, you were back on as my brother Charles again. <laughs> yeah. You appeared in the last week's episode as my brother Charles. Um, so you're back as him again. And this time, uh, Agata Monica was on as Edward Snowden. And she is. And we were talking about Doughboys episode 17. And she was. Wasn't she? Don't, um, don't spoil it or anything. But in this clip... I, I changed my mind about the swap I would deliver. I would deliver gray swap, gray swap of spaghetti. I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> if you I, want, if you that... if you uh, listen to that podcast, you'll know. Okay. Uh, yeah, and in this clip, we're finding about uh, Edward Snowden's living arrangements. So enjoy that. You love leaking information. Do you ever? Is it really tempting to uh, let people know where you are and all your personal information? You know what? It actually is really hard. Um, I, I often have phone calls where I'll call people and I'll say, hey, I'm here, and I have to like cut myself off because it's really my favorite thing in the world is to like leak secrets and then see people like get all excited about it on Twitter or whatever. So it, it's you're right. It's killing me. It's killing me to keep it inside. Yeah, and it must be tough not to be able to, like, take pictures of your, like, brunch or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And actually, I don't get to eat real food out here. I'm basically just eating, like, gray slop. Do you even know what this gray slop is called? I I don't know. I mean, they just just grunt at me and they give it to me. It's disgusting. It might just be Greggy's spaghetti. What? (laughs) Okay, now you're insulting my (laughs) You're my brother. What is going on? Well, he should be be warned of your spaghetti. I was going to invite him over to have a nice spaghetti dinner with us. Like, as soon (laughs) as he's, you know, 
allowed to come into the country. And now he thinks that I, I just I serve this disgusting gray slop he's already eating all day in Russia. I, I mean, honestly, I would ta- I would eat it. I bet it I bet it tastes better. Don't be too offended. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and no, also, like, when can I come over? I haven't really interacted with anybody other than these grunting guards for a few. I mean, like a year now. So I'm just open to anything. You know, I'm just <laughs> desperate for human contact. Yeah, it was hard getting a hold of you. I, I sent emails to just like a ton of random email addresses, hoping that one of them would be you. And yeah, and it, and it turned out that the one that was it was Ed is the coolest at AOL.com. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I was trying to get Edward Furlong at first, uh, the, the star of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But instead, I got Edward Snowden, and that's a, a big step up, actually, because wow. uh, he hasn't been much of anything for a long time. So thank you so much for the fun. I was wondering why you wrote like eight paragraphs about how much you love Terminator 2 before asking me to be on the show. Well, it is a really great movie. What is your favorite scene in Terminator 2, Charles? Um, Isn't that the one where he goes, I'm John Connor, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. My favorite part is basically that when he just walks in and he goes, I'm John Connor. I'm from the future to protect you. And she's just like, who are you? Oh, that's your favorite part? And, or the part when... <laughs> I had no idea what this is. <laughs> well, <yeah, of> course. <laughs> and, or where he smashes the car through the wall and goes... Well, no, before he does it, he goes, I'll be back. Oh, yeah, that's an extra... Uh, oh, number one. Job. Smashes the car into the wall. Well, I, I don't know if that part was in the, in the movie, <laughs> but he definitely does say, I'll be back. Yeah, something. he smashes his car yeah. to like the glass doors and oh, okay. a little bit more. All right. My favorite part is like the like silver like metal dude who's just like melting everywhere and then reforming. It seems pretty chill. Like, I, I wish I could do that right now, you know, and just go get, get some McNuggets or whatever. And they shoot you and then just reform. Yeah, exactly. Just there forever. There needs to be knives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The knife hands. Edwards, your hands. Yeah. Gross. Different movie. <laughs> Another Edward, though. <laughs> the best name. We all know each other. Oh, really? I didn't know that about Edwards. Yeah. It's kind of a cult. <laughs> we're all a bunch of weirdos. How many McDonald's are there in Moscow, do you think? Um... I'm pretty sure that was like one of those you buy the McDonald's name so people will come. But oh, like a franchise. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> they stopped coming because it was McDonald's, <laughs> not McDonald's. Uh, Jack, I've got another question from Jack. He asks, Alex, what house in Hogwarts would your dad belong to? Um, Hufflepuff, because there are the dumbest. Oh, you little Because <laughs> the, the potatoes and whatnot. I remember something like um, Ravenclaws or the smart. Okay, Hufflepuff. well, I did an online quiz, and I did get Hufflepuff, so you're right. Hufflepuff. You're lucky. Here's a potato. <laughs> uh, how about your sisters? Um. Your oldest sister would we'll get? Would get, uh, definitely Ravenclaw, because it's smart. And I think... My younger sister, but still older than me, would actually get uh, what was it called? Slytherin. No. Gryffindor. <laughs> yes. 
Should we get Gryffindor? What would you get? Oh. Slytherin. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, Sorry. I want to be wearing robes, though. Oh, really? The robes would not be my thing. I just wear uh, a button-up shirt with snakes on it. And then pants? Um, the pants would be Board green. shorts? No, they would be... And then you'd wear a backwards baseball cap. You'd <laughs> wear sunglasses in school. No. You'd be the cool boy. I would use... My pants would be, like, the, you know, weather, but they're scales. Like, skin. Oh, okay. The scale... I, I said skin. Huh. I mean, snake skin. And then you would wear the backwards cap no. and the sunglasses in school. I wear a fedora. Oh. Jeez. And back over sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so that the, the bows stick out yes. from your eyes? Yes. Oh, well, I guess it is magic, so you can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, and like I said, I <laughs> would be in Hufflepuff. And I'm still waiting on my letter, Dumbledore. Um, the only reason why I haven't gotten my letter yet, I like just turned 11 a few months ago. <laughs> uh, like, six months ago. But, um, so... Hogwarts is still in retaliation, like still rebuilding from Voldemort's attack. Oh, reconstruction. Two years ago. Yeah, from uh, Voldemort's attack two years ago. I've heard about families that give their kids fake Hogwarts acceptance letters when they turn eleven, <laughs> like, and they keep it up for their birthday or whatever. That seems like a weird thing to yeah. do. Like, <laughs> you get their hopes up, they believe it's real, and then. You tell them, um, actually, that's yeah, just a joke. That's a practical joke. And just, their kids just be like, I am hate, I hate you. <laughs> I'm not gonna hug you until I'm 16. You better not say that to me. I love I'm all hugging until six, I'm 16. That's what you think. Ah! <laughs> not my butt! No, not my oh, butt! Oh, stop it. <laughs> so then in episode 55, we had, uh, this was a... A little bit of a weird one. We had Clifford Harpole on, and he was Greggy. You were Will Smith. You came back as Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, and you were... And I was your Jayden son, Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. And you were fine the <laughs> We were talking about Sawbones. Um, and in this clip, we talk about the movies that Jaden is writing. They <laughs> feature some very interesting monsters. So enjoy that clip. Hang on, I'm getting an email. Let me see. Oh, Will, this is from your publicist. Uh, they said they want you to talk about the movie Concussion that you're in. It's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Tell them about Concussion, Dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, um, um, I'm not really so, sure. That's all the email says from the publicist. It has cuss in the middle. Is it just about bad <laughs> words? No, it's kind of one of those... Plan words. I don't know how it's a plan word. Concussion. Play on word. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Oh. Um. Is it like a cushion, maybe? I have no idea. I haven't gotten done with all the script. But <laughs> <laughs> are you reading the script or writing the script? I'm reading it because I'm in it. Right. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's good. You're so method. That's like maybe maybe oh. I think that's actually what happened here. Maybe Jaden, does your dad take a hit on the head? 
That's what, yeah. See, what happens I, is I hit my head on the fence. When they well, yeah, <laughs> before we got here, definitely. But then what happens is every day on the set of concussion, uh, I get a concussion. They they just bonk him on the head. He insisted <laughs> on it when he when he signed on, uh, just because he needs to do that to get that uh, really authentic feel to the character. And uh, because he gets a concussion every day, that's why it's called concussion. I'm not sure. I haven't read the script. I've been reading a lot of other things. I've been writing a lot of my own scripts, actually. Me and Willow together, we, we've been working on them. Uh, but... Well, forget the publicist. What are, what are these scripts you guys are working on? Oh, me and Willow. Uh, well, we recently got in a little bit of trouble because we were in this article where we were talking about all the crazy stuff we get up to because we're just kind of two free spirits. Even if we didn't have my dad's tremendous fortune, we would still be... Uh, just these next level thinkers because that's just in our genes. So the yes, thing, the thing we said was that uh, we like to write our own scripts because they're way better than any movies. And uh, yeah, so what we've been doing is we've been writing all these really awesome scripts. Okay, like uh, I'm really into philosophy lately, so I wrote this one where the the uh, the philosopher Socrates, he's like. He's in this cave and he's looking at the wall and he's like, whoa, this is freaking blowing my mind, dude. And then I also was drink, reading, um, what was that one movie? Oh, yeah, The Maze Runner. But then that's already come out. But so anyway, they, they drop uh, Socrates into a labyrinth. Um, and the Minotaur is at the end, but the Minotaur is a sexy Minotaur babe. All and so right. Soon, <laughs> Socrates like wants to get to the middle instead of find his way out, but there are all kinds of troubles and issues on the way. And so it's going to be, you know, uh, three trilogies. Hopefully we can get these made. I've been talking to dad. I've been just begging dad to just give me a little bit of money so we can make these movies. It's only nine movies, dad. You made like 12 movies or something. I don't know. You said trilogy. That's three. You didn't uh, know that, right? Yeah. Well, three trilogies, three different trilogies. In ah. each one, there will be a different philosopher um, with a different monster babe. All right. Maybe Descartes. Yeah. I think, therefore, I am. Yeah, that one is that one is one of the big ones that I really like. Um, all of these guys, they pretty much are doing the same thing that I do when I'm just like, you know, laying in bed at night. But they kind of do it worse because they were in the past and they're old. Um, and I do it a lot better. So what I say is, I think, therefore, you are. Oh, wow. Jada. New twist. <laughs> and all my movies have twists. Um, so your monsters, tell us some of the ones you're thinking of and we'll give, or at least if Greggy says yes. Oh, sure. We'll give us. Well, let's, the, yeah, but the, we're uh, old friends. We'll give the listeners time to think of the picture in our head. Tell us one of the monsters. Okay. Try to think of them as babes, listeners. Think of them as monsters and think of them with bikinis on and slim. Okay, real so quick. the first one. Real, real quick, while I'm getting this picture ready, what kind of bazonkas are we talking about here? Oh, oh huge. Oh, yeah, and since it's monsters and dragon heads instead of bazongas. <laughs> I'm thinking real slappers, you know, the ones that just won't quit. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's, it's monster, it's dragon head. Um, so the first one I was thinking of 
was um, The Blob. Oh, really? That movie. You know, I really like old movies, and that's a pretty old movie. And uh, so that would be a good monster. Also, Loch Ness Monster, of course. That <laughs> monster is right in the name. Um, and yeah, I've always that's thought... A great, it makes sense for the bikini to be on the Loch Ness. Yes. Right, exactly. Oh. The Loch Ness Monster is very sensual and sexual, I would say. I think about these things a lot. Uh, I'm a, I am a teenage boy, after all, and pretty much all I think about is monsters. Will, do you ever help Jaden brainstorm monster ideas? Yes. You have any ideas? Yeah, tell me about uh, the one you thought of, Dad. That was the best one so far. I think of a Hydra. Yeah. With, uh, each head has the bikini uh-huh. on it. <laughs> Since it has, uh, was it, nine or seven? In our version, this Hydra, you know, the Hydra, when you chop off one head, you get two more. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Uh, well, this one somehow ended up with an, an odd number of heads. I don't know. In our in our version of the mythology, uh, every time you cut off a head, you get three heads. And so this Hydra has been in many battles before, and this Hydra has 69 heads. <laughs> 69, dude. <laughs> How many, uh, what's the head to bazonka ratio on the Hydra? Uh, there's about, like... Well, you cut off and you get three, you get six every dragon head and every hydra head. Yeah. Six bazongas. <laughs> six pairs of Dad, bazongas. don't be so... You're, you're embarrassing me, Dad. It's so nasty, dude. We don't need to be talking about this all the time. I'm a philosopher. I like to think of... anymore. There's no such thing as enough bazongas. <laughs> You're very feisty today. Usually my guests aren't this feisty. And of course, uh, the philosopher that fights against the Hydra in that movie is Ayn Rand. Oh, one of my favorites. <laughs> she has great ideas, Will. You should check them out. Yeah, then. Reelected for the new Cybernetic Kingdom. Here's your free application today. Okay, settle down. So yeah, that was one of the more Bazonga heavy episodes that we've done. This is one of our more ding dong. Well, yes, this is. is I'm talking about the clip, okay? The clip we talked about Monster Bazonga. Oh, yeah, Monster. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, that was a pretty good episode. As you can tell, because it got on the best of. Uh, Dixon asks. That's his name! <laughs> no, it just came to my mind. I'm sorry, Dixon. I know what we've just been talking about. That just came back to my mind. If we hadn't just been talking about uh, it... Wanted... This has nothing to do with cybernetic ding-dongs, okay? <laughs> this is getting back in my mouth. Okay, that's, okay. The, that's the meanest thing I've ever said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dixon asks... <laughs> I'm gonna come from ears. Okay, this is just his name, okay? Okay, so. Well, how are you gonna hear the question? <laughs> Tap me when you're done with the, the name. Okay. Dixon asks. <laughs> okay, that time. I'm just laughing because you lied to me. <laughs> okay, Dixon asks Alex, how much candy would it take to bribe you into murdering your. To bribe you into murdering your father as he sleeps. 
Oh, <laughs> you got chocolate? <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I want to murder my dad. Uh, well, one if, expired fun size. <laughs> um, if you, <coughs> if his will had his computer in it for me. <laughs> See, I told you all you care about is video games. I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. Thank you. I'll get some chocolate to his corpse. Um, for me, I don't really care about candy that much, so, so I'll if you had some cash or something, I could do it, but, um, murder my son while he sleeps. Okay, that's the meanest thing you ever said to me. Just kidding, if either of us shows up murdered in our sleep one of these days, um, we were just making jokes, this was a comedy podcast, or uh, we're not gonna we? actually murder each other. Or are we? We're not. No, we're not. Or are we? No, I don't think we are. <laughs> or are we? Nope, we're not. Or are we? Hmm. It's a good point, but no, I don't think we are. Or are we? You really turned me around. Maybe we are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, so- no, we're not. Oh. Or are we? <laughs> oh, God. It's really what Uh, Samara asks, did Alex ever have an imaginary friend? Um, I used to think my stuffed animal I could talk to and it would talk back. Oh, really? Which yes. stuffed animal? Do you one? still have it? Yes. It's this one. That dog? Yeah. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> I don't remember. What did his voice sound like? <laughs> I actually thought his ears were hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was his hair. Okay. Was, what, it, what did I his voice sound like? But, um... <laughs> it was like mom's voice. Oh, okay. So and you would just, talk would, to that dog. Yeah, I'd have like a nightmare, and I would be like thinking, should I call mom or just sit here? And I would think that it was mom. Oh, and it would say, "It's okay. You're yeah. gonna go back to sleep." Oh, that's really sweet. That's really cute. You cute boy. I'm not cute. You are cute. You're my little sweetheart. I'm not a but um, sweetheart. Oh. Uh, when I was a kid, I never really had an imaginary friend. There was a rock that I would go and talk to. It was like a big rock uh, at school. And I knew it wasn't real, and I was just joking around to make people laugh <laughs> when I talked to this rock. But anyway, one day, these girls took the rock and broke it on the... on the. Uh, it was a big rock. Do you mean like big as in like boulder size? Not boulder big, size, but like... Uh, big like... Uh, like kind of loaf of bread size, wow. kind of. Uh, a little smaller, like half a loaf of bread, I'd say. Yeah. So they took it and they picked it up over their head and they smashed it on the, uh, on the parking lot. <laughs> so I took all the pieces and put it back where it had been. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, this piece of dust is chill. Nope. I stopped talking to him then. Um, But it was a bit the whole time, so, like, great job, girls. You didn't even really hurt my feelings. I didn't ever care about Bob the Rock. Don't care. I'm sorry, I poked in the eye. (laughs) Okay, so that is all our questions for this week. Ooh, that was fun. Um, And we are up to our last. Every once in a while, it's still a question this episode. Time? Yeah. Maybe. Could that be fun? Okay, maybe. It's an extra podcast. Okay. Finish. Or maybe if people send them to me, like to the email or. We could to do Twitter. it in the middle of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, do it in the middle and Just part. a little pot. 
that little section. Okay. Yeah. So do that if you want, people. Otherwise, it's not going to happen if you don't send questions. Please do it. It'll be fun. Uh, let's see. So this last clip is contains uh, one of the jokes that I laughed the hardest at in this entire year plus that we've been doing this podcast. It was crazy. Uh, Valerie Bryant was on as Weird Al Yankovic, and we were talking about uh, Totally Married, episode 226. And Valerie Bryant is so incredibly funny. I love her. Uh, go um, check out her do podcast. Do you love her like you love in the British Andrew? Well, no, not in a sexual way. But <laughs> I, I didn't even say that. <laughs> so you mean but I, I love you her. love Andrew like that, or do you love Valerie like that? Andrew, that's the joke. Oh, oh chill geez. out, jeez. Um, anyway. You're married. Chill out, dude. It's just a joke. Oh. I'm making a joke too. I don't want to check out his cybernetic dong or anything. <laughs> Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> what? You do? Uh, so this is our last clip. So enjoy that. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the best of episodes. And it, I, the feedback I've gotten on the first one has been amazing. And I love all of you listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you and, love uh, like you love Andrew? Yes. Uh, if you enjoyed these best of episodes, then tell a friend about them. Because I think it would be a good starting point for them to... Get to know the podcast and enjoy it because it's really funny, I think, uh, especially these clips. And thank you so much, um, Clifford, Annie, Andrew, Alex, all Wait, the people. What? Let's see, who else? You, you, are you thinking GDP. Me? No, not you, a different Alex. All the people that sent in Miranda, all the people that sent in uh, clip suggestions. And if I forgot your name, I'm very sorry. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and I, and I will say your name on the podcast and say wonderful things about you because I love it, each and every one of you listeners. Like, I love Andrew, British Andrew. And enjoy this clip from Valerie Bryant and I. Uh, in this one, we we talk about uh, the different reactions people have to having their songs uh, paradised by Weird Al Yankovic. So enjoy that, and thank you for listening. Uh, bye-bye, people. My name people. So these songs that you come up with, they're, they're they're really catchy, really fun. Where do you come up with these great melodies, these great songs? Uh, they're really funny. I, I mean, even beyond the comedy, I just love the sound of these songs. Oh, um, that's actually interesting you bring that up. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but they're um, parodies of already existing songs. At least the majority of my songs are. So I actually don't create the melodies um i kind of wish you were a bigger fan of the comedy part of it because that's really what i bring to the table the lyrics but yeah i'm I'm a fan of the way these songs sound too they're they're quite catchy that's really embarrassing i'm sorry that's okay that's okay no the problem is i'm i'm super i'm a super fan of your music i just haven't listened to much of any other music uh, so i didn't recognize that these were parodies Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um I've heard of this phenomenon where someone is a fan of my music, so they they hear a song come on at the grocery store or something. Maybe it's James Blunt's uh, "You're Beautiful," and they go, "Oh, cool, a Weird Al song's on." It's like, no, no, no. Actually, the songs that you're generally going to hear out are they're the originals. I just recreate those with my band. I that's see. Very flattering. Like I heard that song, um, Bad by Michael Jackson. 
And I, I thought, oh, this guy, he's <laughs> ripping on Weird Al. And uh, he's saying that he thinks Weird Al is bad. What a jerk. Uh, but then oh, it turned out, I, I guess it's the other way around. Is that what, what it was? <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I'm a jerk. I, I do. I get permission from the artists before I parody their songs. And actually, Michael Jackson is one of my biggest supporters. He was um, behind me in creating uh, Fat from Bad and Eat It from Beat It. Um we did have a little issue when I wanted to parody black and white um, or black or white and make it snack all night. He did not go for that. Um, he thought the message was too important. And I mean, I don't I don't know why he thinks snacking all night is such an important message or why we shouldn't talk about it. But um, but that was our only issue. But really, Michael Jackson's been a big supporter. So um I'd like to think I'm not a jerk for parroting his songs. <laughs> no, of course not. And from here on out, it's going to be really difficult to keep up <laughs> the bit that I that I don't know popular songs. <laughs> so I'm just going to drop that now. Uh, okay. You ask every person whether or not you can do their songs. Uh, has anyone ever asked you if they could parody your song? Oh. <laughs> No, no, they have not. Um, I have had people, though, when I've asked them if I could parody their song, try to prove to me that they're funny, which I don't I don't like. It's like, no, I'm the person who makes jokes, you know, like when I talked to Kurt Cobain about making um, Smells Like Nirvana. Um, I said, you know, can I parody your song Smells Like Teen Spirit? And he said, is it going to be about food? <laughs> Which is like, okay, it's not funny and it's rude. You know what I mean? Like, that's not all that I can do. So I I did have to change the song from Smells Like Turkey <laughs> turkey Bacon to Smells Like Nirvana. <laughs> Just to prove him wrong, you know, because I didn't like that attitude. But, you know, I never thought about this before, but that, that parody you did kind of made fun of Nirvana afterwards. Was that you were upset with him? For, uh... <laughs> I was. That's one of my meanest songs. It was it's personal. It's like. Um, cause okay. He gave me that lip, right? Is it going to be about food? And I said, I uh, know it's going to be about how no one can understand what the fuck you're saying when you sing. <laughs> um, so I rewrote it and <laughs> made it fit. <laughs> Dave uh, Grohl says the band loved it, but I'm like, okay, well, where's Kurt Cobain now? If you loved it so much. <laughs> Another question. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we start. We talked about how you started off in 1976. How you've had all these great albums uh, that you know they go to number one. They go to number maybe somewhere lower than that as well sometimes. But mm-hmm. <laughs> all these albums are coming out. Uh, where are you going in the future? Are you going to stick with parody? Uh, and and stop me if you've heard this question before. <laughs> Oh, Greg, you're killing me. Um, uh, I I am planning on sticking with parody, but I am no longer interested in releasing albums, mostly because I feel like funny titles are all taken up. You know what I mean? Like once you get Alpocalypse, it's like, where do we go from here? Um, there's not. Huh. Ali Sheedy. I don't you know what I mean? See, this is why I can't. I don't want to riff with you because. Yeah. Um, there's just nowhere to go, but I am still going to make parody songs because I mean, (laughs) as long as songs are coming out like hotline bling, it's like, okay, it just writes itself chicken wing. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it's right there. You got it. You still got it, man. See? (laughs) Thank you. Have you ever seen that movie made to order with Ali Sheedy? Um, there's, there's like a, she has a. A fairy godmother that that she's really rich and a brat and then the fairy godmother makes her be a maid for a while and uh but she's a maid in her own father's house and she cleans up after her father and stuff and at first she's really bad at it but then she learns how to uh be a good maid and then she gets to be herself again and it's like oh this never happened this whole thing it's a great movie police okay hmm see this worries me because i feel like it's toying with incest in a way that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> you know how dads are with maids. I mean, ugh. I I just, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. I don't know. I, I think Maiden Manhattan is more wholesome, although I've also not seen that. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't remember that aspect of the show of the movie, but it's been a long time since I saw well, it. Well, that's kid. why I said toying with it. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. said directly, but if she is a maid for her dad, I mean, come on, Greggy, don't be so naive. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, but maybe sometime you could make an album made to order and then you're in a maid outfit on the on the cover. I don't see how that's funny, Greggy. I'm sorry. I don't. hmm. I don't like taking suggestions from fans for one. (laughs) Um, And you've already told me that you're like in love with my music or whatever, which is nice. But like, please tone it down. You know, we're not we're not peers. Okay. I've heard Um, your pee-pee in the toilet song.
Chris later. And I'm sorry about this. <laughs> it is it is good. It made me laugh. And, uh, you know, I did get some fan letters about it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but we're not peers. Yeah, I did upload that one to BitTorrent and I, I put <laughs> Weird Al. God damn it. Oh, my God. Whew. If it weren't for those yeah. royalty checks, Greggy, I would be on you about this. And I tried to say it was a, it was a parody of that Wiz Khalifa song from Fast and the Furious. It didn't oh. sound like it even. I don't know. But people still downloaded it. They didn't care. Yeah, I mean, you say parody, you know, it could be very loose. Some parody songs, they don't even try to recreate the music. It's like a karaoke track where you go, I don't recall there being bells in this, you know, and they just, they add whatever they want and call it a parody. So, so I could see that. That was smart. That was smart. You know what? Hmm. I might be looking for a new manager, Craigie. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Well, you know, I know some people. If you, your kids, you know, <laughs> I am looking for jobs for my kids, so it would be okay. amazing if uh, that would be perfect. How does manager and agent sound? Sounds perfect. That sounds great. Okay. And you do have a third. I'm maybe masseuse, chiropractor. Let's bring it back to some of that yeah she's great at acupuncture as well um but that's not oh. what that's called i can't think i of like the, right the one where they put suction cups on your back oh yeah and just like, give you bruises it's like oh feels so good <laughs> i like when they put the, the candle in your ear and then they light it up and then um that's supposed to do something that's really cool mm-hmm. i think it's an aphrodisiac <laughs> It is for me, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) What is the most painful thing you've ever experienced? My parents dying. Uh, Did I tell you it was both at the same time? Yeah, you did. At the same time. It was carbon monoxide, is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Accidental carbon monoxide poisoning from the fireplace. Uh, hmm, Wow, did not see that coming. My wife's like, oh, by the way, your parents died. I'm like, huh, did a double take because I did not <laughs> expect that to happen that day. And then I um, I went and performed in a fat suit and I told the crowd, you know, this is, this is all the joy that's in my life right now. So please just enjoy all about the Pentiums. Like I know it's not that great of a song, but please, my parents died. <laughs> Um, and the crowd really did. They gave it up that night. It was, it was really something special. Um, so do you think maybe, I'm sorry. Continue, Greggy. Do you think maybe that was the night that it turned around for you and, uh, you found the, the, all these performances so exhausting now, uh, was, you know, putting that negative emotion into your, uh, performance that night? It actually kind of brought me back it brought the joy back to it temporarily i uh you know i got the news in the afternoon and then i performed my show at night and the crowd was so great that i was like you know what i think i think i could get used to this <laughs> <laughs> so uh i kind of had a little pep in my step uh for the next few performances um but then when my daughter got old enough to talk and she was like my grandparents how come you know then i kind of 
went downhill again. I was just going to say that's a connection that I have with Elizabeth Lame. Her parents also died in quick succession with one another when she was young. She was a lot younger than I was actually when my parents died, but I still was not ready for them to go. I'm still not. Please, God, bring them back. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I feel like I have that connection with her where we both lost our parents really young and uh, didn't so, want to go on, but now we have to. Cool. It is funny. You yeah. can chuckle. You can laugh. <laughs> you can laugh. It's kind of well, silly. They're gone. What? They were, you know, it's... Well, when you ask God to bring them back to life, like, uh, how does that scenario play out in your mind? Like, it was a mistake. Oh, that they, okay. Did they, I do. Are they, have they been alive in the dirt this whole time? Okay. So we're improvising now. No, I love it. Okay. Sure. Great. Let's imagine. Okay. <laughs> Where were my parents? Were they uh, in purgatory? Have they been watching over me this whole time? What, you know, is there a time machine somewhere? Is that we're coming back? Am I getting younger too? Am I waking up from a bad dream? Sometimes it feels like just a bad dream. Um, no, I imagine God seeing how miserable I am now and uh, seeing how little joy I get out of things that I used to love and having mercy on me and bringing my parents back as healthy, if not healthier, than they were when they left so my daughter can meet her grandparents that died when she was only a year old. And, you know, I don't I don't need the logistics of, of how it happened or where they were. I really just, I really just want to see them again. Oh, that's really beautiful. Um, so the the thing that you know I felt the most pain uh, was when I had to get circumcised as an adult. <laughs> I kept getting infections. The doctor said you have to clean your penis. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that, no problem." But it just kept happening. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to take a little bit of uh, the blame on this one because but again- I did. I, I, you know, the things they were saying would go in my ear and out the other because it was like, um, you're Westerners. I don't want to hear this. Right. Um, exactly. Let's put some needles down there or something. Uh, let's do that instead. But then eventually it was like, okay, that's just got to go. And uh, I, I'm a lot happier now, but the, the pain at the time was terrible. Uh, I would say it was like four parents <laughs> dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to laugh. It's not funny at all. Um, what happened to you? That that hurts me so much to hear about you going through that and that you blame yourself. For, I mean, that's ridiculous. Greggy, we were made in God's image. We're, we're perfect as we are. And I feel like a doctor telling you, you need to clean your penis. It's getting infected. <laughs> A Western doctor. Thank I went to school. You know what I mean? I used to wear classes too. It doesn't make you better than anybody. I, it's not It's not your fault, Greggy. I have to tell you that. It's not your fault. So what, what method did you did you go through to remove the skin? I, I would think you didn't go just the traditional Western way, clip it off or whatever. Did you do a ritual um, burning or um, something a little more real? The idea was I was going to bring a shaman in and uh, he was going to 
you know, anoint and bless my penis. And uh, this ritual, (laughs) (laughs) he definitely got started. He... And and I, I, I think I, I have to give most of the credit for how well things turned out to him because uh, he got the ritual started. He um, anointed me with healing oils. He danced around uh, my bed. Uh, eventually, I did fall asleep. My wife sent him home and she called an ambulance and had me sent to the hospital. Uh, I was bleeding pretty profusely at that point because he had uh, he had started, you know, the removal process. And I don't know if I fell asleep so much as passed out, but it was uh, a harrowing experience. Very painful, like I said. And now I have a 40% functional penis. So, you know what? That sounds great. And it sounds like he did bless your penis and everything worked out the way God intended, you know, it's just bringing us back to nature. I don't see why people think we should have fully functioning penises. <laughs> there was never the cavemen didn't have fully functioning penises. You know what I mean? It's like, why do you think that we should be changing things from the way things were done when cavemen were around? Like why, <laughs> what, why are you messing with perfection? Perfection. 